0: Vicky Fitch here, your direct sales expert, coming to you live from sunny Southern California. I'm also the host of Vicki Fitch Live, A Fresh Perspective. So tonight on episode 42, we have the amazing social media superstar and a lot of other things, which I'll explain to you in a little bit, Mr. Jed Record. So let me tell you a little bit about Jed before we introduce him. Now, you've probably seen the social media cards coming through. He is a speaker, but he's also a computer programmer, an adjunct professor. Uh, he's got an MBA in finance and marketing. He, you know, he does work with eBay and Lenovo and Fortune 500 companies. He is incredibly amazing. So I know you're going to get some amazing value from my dear friend, Mr. Jed
1: Jed, Hey, thanks so much, Vicki. I really appreciate that introduction. Uh, Very kind of you.
0: We are so glad to have you here. And those of you guys really quick that are listening on the podcast that you guys downloaded this episode 42, go to Vicky Fitch Live um, or VickiFitch.com, go to the Vicky Fitch Live page and click on that. You've got to see Jed. First of all, he's adorable. He's sweet. <laughs> When you see him, he engages with you. You're going to love it. So don't miss it. You can also find it on YouTube. We'll send this over to Jed as well, but it's all over the place. Make sure you check out episode 42.
1: Well, we're just happy you're listening, so that's great. Thank you for joining us.
0: Right. We're excited about that. And we do have live audience here, of course, on Facebook. So let me say hello to Miss Stacey DiPolo, uh, Patricia Walker's in the house. Hey,
1: Stacey. Good to see you here.
0: Right. and I, I mean, that brings up Hash Drunk Domaining from Monday
1: Night Show. <laughs> now but we're gonna to tell that story.
0: We mentioned it on Monday Night Show when I had Jeff Bullis on, as yep, you know, yep. so <laughs> there was some uh, particle that rolled around. And Stacy says hello to you as well, Jed. And do me a favor, you guys hit that share button and share out the broadcast so people know that Jed is here. He's ready to answer questions for them. Um, we're going to dive into a couple little things. We always have a question of the day. And so Jed, today's question of the day for you is, What fav- have you ever had a favorite pet and what was it?
1: Um, oh gosh, you're, you're killing me on this. Uh, <laughs> I, at some point during this broadcast, I will introduce you to Luna, the uh uh what kind of spaniel is she it's a king charles spaniel puppy okay and although she's she's warming up on me she's not my favorite pet ever but <laughs> she is just too cute not to share at some point during the show i'll bring her on and, and put her on camera
0: well that is another reason for people to check out episode 42 for sure and again you guys can check it out on U- Oh, wait here oh. she is is this luna <laughs>
1: This is Luna, the puppy. Wade, oh, gosh. Beautiful moving way too mind. fast. To me. <laughs> she's going to have to get, uh, she's going to have to calm down before she can get her, oh her uh, mug on camera again. But wow. yes, that's my wife who just came in from walking, Luna, the dog.
0: Oh, and your wife's name again? Susan. Susan, tell her, tell Susan we said thank you for bringing the dog in and she's welcome oh, well. to stop back and say hello. The dog was
1: excited to get on that camera. For right? Sure.
0: Well, you know, live streaming is where it's at. Even the dog knows that. So we've got, we got some great stuff in store. Um, so guys, again, do me a favor. Make sure you share out the broadcast and, uh, and feel free to get your questions ready. We'll try and uh, check them out. Sometimes my iPad does not uh, give me all the information I need when I need it. So we have Miss Stacey Lynn Harp in the background, always trying to keep us updated on those comments. And, of course, Randall Harp that is uh, doing our production from Chapel Hill Media. So we appreciate you guys as well. All right, so really quick before we dive into the interview, you know, Jed, you and I know that community is. Uber important. It's amazing what we can do when we have a committee. And my community is the rock stars, the entrepreneurial rock stars. And each week, um, we'd love to have you guys uh, join us in the rock stars. As a matter of fact, you guys can go to vickifitch.com/biz. Um, but we have a rock star of the week. Usually, uh, once a week or so, we have someone coming in that it gets a little five minute cameo. One of the rock stars, they get to share about their business, get a little exposure here and on Periscope. And we'd love that to be you. If you're looking for a group of people that want to give at least as much as they get, definitely go to vickifitch.com slash biz. Join us in the rock stars and we love to have you. All right. So let's dive in and talk about you, Jed. Let's, we're going to go back, right? We're going back in time, right? And so we want to know just a little bit about you. Where were you born? Do you have any brothers? Oh, you do want to go back. Yeah, we want to find out. This is the man behind the brand. We want to start from, uh, (laughs) we don't need to start with the day of your birth, but just give us a little,
1: a little history um so i'm originally from boston massachusetts that's where i was born went to high school um my mother is from north carolina and that's where i've been summers as a kid and when i graduated high school i moved to north carolina i kind of knew that that was where i was going all along as i was growing up with my southern mom with her uh southern jaw up in boston massachusetts uh and so I just kinda just kind of knew this is the direction I was going. So I went to University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill and just stayed down here. Came down here for college and never left.
0: I love it. That's so cool. So you know we you Oh, and you the-
1: asked about my siblings. Yes. Went to school with my sisters, they're twins, and the three of us all graduated the same year at UNC Chapel Hill.
0: So did, are they, so I, went, I worked
1: for, I worked for a year and they are a year behind me in school. Okay. And when the three of us were seniors, um, we, we were all seniors at the same time and we all graduated at the same time. So
0: did you like that or did you hate it? Usually that's a love, hate. I was
1: nervous. My sisters and I were, were all nervous about it at first, but uh-huh. we were in very different circles. Um, although we did play sports, uh, at UNC, they were on the women's soccer team which was a national championship winning team. So they did fantastic. And, um, I was on the men's wrestling team. Okay. And, um, so we, that was what we had in common. Uh, we, we all liked athletics, but besides that, everything, we had our own circles. It's a big school. You, it's easy to get, it's easy to get off and, and have your own groups. And, um, the only times we ran into each other when uh, we wanted to uh, borrow a car from one, one one another. The three of us, uh, our, our dad got us uh, a car that we could share among the three of us okay. four years in college. So that was that was a little bit of fun trying to see who got it, who got to use the vehicle on it on a date night.
0: I bet that would be tricky. So, you know, here's a here's a better, well, a new topic. So, were you like the popular guy because you had twin sisters? Because I can imagine that your friends were all thinking.
1: Hmm. No, I was the guy that um, that was invited to come over in case uh, in case my sisters had any questions about a potential date. Right. So. <laughs> They want to make sure guys on the level, they'll just invite me to come over and introduce myself to them. Yeah, uh, okay. I don't think as a college kid you want to uh, you get, you're going to get excited about dating uh, the the sister of one of the guys on the wrestling team, right? So, right, and
0: and tell everybody how tall you are, Jed, because you're short.
1: Uh, I'm not, no, I'm uh, 6'3".
0: Uh-huh. Um, He's a, he's I, a big I, man, people. <laughs> he's a big man. I'm sure he scared the crap out of those people. And you you were a wrestler, but you were also, weren't you a national, world-class wrestler? I mean, like at some point, um, this is a big deal. Yeah, right? I don't know if I'd say
1: world-class. I told you I worked for a year before going to college. I was on a um, uh, wrestling team that was a, we call it the, Ah, Olympic team. So, uh-huh. so I was trying to be a world-class wrestler. Uh, okay. I think that I might be. Uh, I, I wrestled uh, an Olympic champion from Belgium and got my butt kicked. And <laughs> 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 realized I had a long way to go. That was, if that was going to be my goal. So, uh, but I had a lot of fun doing that. Uh, wrestled a, a number of different national teams in Europe, and uh, that was a lot of fun. Uh, okay. And then wrestled at UNC and, um, and had a great time. It was, it, it, I love athletics. I love challenging yourself. Uh, athletics challenges you mentally and physically. And I think it really is um, the, the best way to learn um, competition and, and what strategy and, and being competitive is all about.
0: Well, absolutely. I think, I mean, it's certainly any kind of athletics can do that for you, but you know, when we take what we love and we start driving, you know, kind of driving that to a place that um, excels you know it takes passion it takes energy it takes focus it takes dedication and drive so I think that's really amazing and um, I see yes Marsha is in the house and she says hello to the two of us hello Marsha Stacey Lynn is here April is here welcome you guys thanks for sharing out the broadcast uh, we would so appreciate it and again those of you guys who have downloaded this from iTunes, Stitcher uh, or blog talk radio we really do appreciate you being here and we hope that you will check out uh, the live version of the episode as well if you get a chance episode 42 of Vicky Pitch Live, a Fresh perspective with Mr. Jed Record. Okay, so Jed, let's talk about, I mean, we talked a little bit about school. So you had just the twin sisters. So it was just the three of you, right? That's right? We're growing up. And let's see, you grew up in North Carolina, right? You were born in Boston or your parents were born in Boston. Was it you were born in Boston? I was born in Boston. Okay. Yeah. And then North Carolina bound, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, my mother's from North Carolina. So that's what kind of Kept me down here. Uh, I knew this is where I was headed.
0: Well, any boy that wants to stay near their mama's in a good place with me, right? <laughs> I was
1: definitely a mom's boy. Yeah, no doubt.
0: And you have some daughters yourself, don't you?
1: I do. I have two little girls. Oh, so for those of you on the broadcast, you can see them right on my shoulder here. That's my daughter uh, Charlotte, and this is my daughter Ashley Catherine. I'm pointing at uh, portraits that we had done of my uh, two girls. Um, and Ashley Catherine is 11 and, uh, Charlotte is seven.
0: And they are precious. I've seen, uh, pictures that you've posted on Facebook and stuff and your daughters are absolutely adorable. So super they excited. They are. I love them to death. Right. And so now the boys that date your daughters at some point in their life are going to have to deal with the, sibling, <laughs> That's right, uh, they wrestler are version of a dad now that is way scarier than a wrestler version of a big brother right yeah no doubt uh, so we're warning you now boy you have uh, mr jed record in the house and he will be ready and waiting to take you down if you get out of line just <laughs> just saying <laughs> we're just saying okay so you also jed have an mba in finance and marketing is that correct that's right
1: that's okay. right
0: okay so that's an exciting thing too. But what promoted that decision? Like you know, we go from wrestling. Sometimes people dream of having that as a career. Did you take? Was wrestling a catalyst maybe for a college scholarship? Did you always know you wanted business finance? Tell us, you know, and marketing. Tell us a little bit about your decision there. So
1: here's here's how I got attracted to to Vicky Fitch Live and to everything that you do and everything you're all about, Vicky, is because I'm an entrepreneur. And I've always been an entrepreneur. Um, I was, you know. Selling T-shirts in college to coming up with uh, business ideas uh, as uh, as a software developer working for startups, and um, I started a business and and built a, a company around fishing, which happens to be my top pastimes. I'm really passionate. I love fishing, um, and um, I, I was trying to grow this fishing business, and it occurred to me that although uh, marketing and and uh, communicating the excitement of fishing and the products that I was selling to me pretty naturally, um, the finance side was an area that I really felt I could use some help with. Um, and I really wanted to improve my business skills, my uh, business acumen, particularly in that area. And so I decided at that time, while I was uh, running this business that I would go and get my MBA and I was fortunate enough to find a program that was at UNC Chapel Hill that allowed me to, to continue to run that business and still study and, and get my degree. Um, so I uh, focused on finance at, at UNC's Keenan Flagler Business School, but uh, couldn't help but being also drawn into they have a fantastic strategy and marketing program. Um, so I kind of split the line there. Um, my degree is in finance, but I've got an emphasis in, in marketing strategy, um, and had a fabulous time there. And while I was in school, while I was in business school, um, got an offer on my business, on my fishing business, and just really, um, kind of got inspired by going and getting my MBA to try and be involved in bigger and, and. And more compelling things for me uh, as a person, I decided you know I was going to go ahead and and make a career change and become a consultant and work with large companies and help them promote their products and help them with their marketing and strategy. So I sold my business and moved to back to Chapel Hill, which is where I'm college. Um, my wife and I both went to UNC Chapel Hill, so we moved um, back to Chapel Hill and. Um, I started looking at uh, building a, a consulting business and trying to find some companies, particularly in the technology space, which I have a background in already, um, uh, to try and find a company that, that would be a good fit for me um, uh, either to work with uh, on a consulting basis or maybe to find a career um, within a company of that kind. So it was a big career change for me, and um, and, and it was a big big time for me. And we had, I think, this conversation briefly in San Diego. That was when I realized um, in order to make this shift, I've got to be able to find a, a way to communicate to people my value that I have to offer for these big companies. And right. and I chose at that time, I chose social media as a platform to build a personal brand and use that platform to communicate through my personal brand the value that I could bring to companies uh, as a consultant or, or more. Well,
0: excellent. Well, we have, And we have a few guests before I ask some questions there. Ciro is in the house. Aaron Smith joined us and says hello to both of us. My- Hi, hey Aaron Smith. Right, she's awesome. My M baby, a Voss in the house, and Jenny Jones says, "Hey, Vicky and Jed." And she said, hashtag No Fitch slap. Since <laughs> this is not, he said, "Red said Jed is not in jeopardy of the Fitch slap." Would have Thank to be goodness be like, for that. Way crazy out of line to get one of those on this show, right? And, and Rob is in the house. Welcome, Rob. Guys, it's so good to see you here. Thank you so much for sharing it out. Thank you for being This guy is the bomb. I mean, first of all, he's already the dimples, right? He's got the dimples and that just already, like now he's trying to, he's trying to keep them so you can't see them. Again, those of you guys who downloaded the podcast, check out the live episode so you can see uh, Jed Records dimples. Let's just hashtag this episode, Jed Records dimples, right? No, we They're,
1: don't have
0: to hashtag that. We, I, we can hashtag whatever. Do <laughs> you want the bitch slap? Because it could come. Like if you, I don't think it's coming. <laughs> <laughs> so Jenny is cracking up, and Mia is saying that we are two of her faves. So you know, awesome.
1: Mia Voss is is the best.
0: She's the boss. Mia Voss is the boss. That's that's my MBA. Lori Berger's also in the house. Thank you, Lori. And again, thanks so much for sharing it out, you guys. Awesome. Um, so Jed, you know, she has been sharing with us about his MBA, why he decided to, you know, it sounds like you were an entrepreneur from right way early on that you decided. I that... think so.
1: Yeah, I think uh, I've denied it at different stages, uh, but there's no denying it now for sure. Absolutely.
0: It's in the blood. He's like, yeah. I, I just, I gotta, I gotta be there. I gotta be an entrepreneur. And so, you know, Jed, knowing that and knowing that you started early, you probably hit some bumps in the road like everybody else has. What advice do you have for a struggling entrepreneur? You know, do you have some uh, some kind of advice to, to give them or inspiration, maybe?
1: Yeah, I do. So uh, I would give yeah, I would focus on on three things. Um, there's probably if you're struggling entrepreneur, there's probably a lot of them three things. But the best I can do for you to be to to have something quippy that you might remember from this episode is find a good mentor. And, and, and having a good mentor is so important. And if you can't find a good mentor. That's okay, but you gotta find somebody that you can share your experience with. Yeah. You can trust to hear what you've got to say. Um, it doesn't, I mean, uh, I'd love to find people who are a lot smarter than me to, to use as a mentor or colleague to help me, but it's okay if they're, if they're not in your field of work and not, not in your business just to listen. You just need somebody right, to share this experience with. Um, that's super, super important. And number two, you got to look objectively at what you're doing. You got to always be able to step outside of what you're doing and look at look at what it is you're growing, what your long-term goals are, and is what you're doing day-to-day getting you to those long-term goals? And if not, Don't be afraid. It wasn't happening for me. I had to step outside. I had to look at what I was doing. I had to swallow the pill that, hey, this wasn't going in the direction that uh, I wanted to go. And I had to make a big shift, a big change in my life. And I mean, it was hard. That was a hard time for me. Um, And and if I hadn't made that choice, uh, I would have missed out on a lot of opportunities. And I could perhaps still be in what I didn't see as a rut at the time in that rut, right? So you right. got you got to avoid those ruts by being objectively stepping out and looking at yourself. And third is like the counter to that is persistence, mm-hmm. right? And that's so hard to get advice as an entrepreneur um, that you don't know if what you're doing is right, but people are telling you to be persistent.
0: Sure.
1: You got to... The, they're they're two disconnected pieces, but you got to kind of flip back and forth. You have to go from objectively looking at what you're doing. Is this really taking me where I want to go? Right. And then once you make that decision, then flip that that switch on the the determination switch and say, look, I'm gonna stick it out. I'm gonna be consistent. I'm gonna persist through this because I've looked at it. I've talked to my mentor. I've talked to my colleague. And I trust that they're giving me sound advice that, yes, I am pursuing something that is, that, that is uh, a, a, a good thing for me, that I am going to uh, meet my goals if I do these objectives and, and just be persistent and have faith. But don't have blind faith. I see a lot of people, they hear the message, have faith, and they have that blind faith. Oh. And uh, you got to be able to turn that on and off and, and look at what you're doing. Uh, uh from a, a critical point of view and then turn that back off and then go back into persistent mode it's Hold really on. hard to do
0: I think that that was great. And I see uh, Mr. Mitch Jackson is in the house and said hey, hello. Mitch. And uh, Mitch, so we're so glad to have you here. There's also some other great N- Jessica Sargent in the house. Uh, thank you guys so much for sharing this out. Again, if you haven't already hit that share broadcast and those of you guys who are on iTunes Stitcher or blog talk radio or wherever you down to the podcast. Thank you for being here again. This is episode number 42 with Mr. Jed Record. We're super excited about it. And um, as we, you know, talk about that, Jed, when you were talking about mentors, I have a, a little quote and it's called, you know, it's, it's It just says mentors are like bumper guards at the bowling alley. There's no need to end up in the gutter, right? Is that we are the protection that we don't, because you don't know, you don't know until you know it. Somebody who's already been there goes, Hey, don't come over here. This is not the direction. (laughs) Let me tell you what happens when you get, there's a big pothole here, but if you go around it, it's it's, having having a
1: a tough conversation with a mentor sure beats not having that conversation. (laughs) because you will end up in a brick wall and it'll be a lot, a lot less fun.
0: Right. A lot more painful, right? You know, coming, coming that close to maybe a mini disaster, a large disaster, a financial difficulty because, you know, you weren't prepared or didn't understand. So I think those were really, really great tips for the struggling entrepreneur. Um, And, and uh, Stacy, Mitch is saying hello to you. You probably know that already. So we're super excited about that. You know, you know, as we're kind of, On this topic of business, Jed, I mean, you've actually experienced a lot of success with, um, you know, some Fortune 500 companies, right? I think you, I don't know if you're working with Lenovo right now or eBay right now, you know, but you've done some stuff with some big companies. Tell us a little bit about that. How did you get into that place? Because lots of people think they want to work with Fortune 500 companies because they're looking for a feather in their cap. You, on the other hand, are a driving force for what you know to be right and you know how to help people. So tell us a little bit about how you got that and um, you know, and how fortune 500 companies have uh, changed the course of your business and how you got. Sure.
1: That. Well, you know, as many people, as you said, would, uh, I'd aspired to work for large companies whose names you might've recognized, but coming out of the gate, uh, <laughs> It's just not going to happen for, for anybody, not, not for me or anybody else. So you got to be uh, aware of the fact that, that when you have high targets in business, that it's a series of steps that can get you there. So um, I, I knew I wasn't coming out of the gate, uh, going to be working for these uh, big companies, but I knew that I needed to lay the groundwork, and I needed to build, again, this, this – uh, we'll call it a personal brand, but basically – I wanted to build a sign on my shoulders that projected to people that this is a person who can work with large firms, small firms, regardless that this person was going to have knowledge that could help your business, right? So I set forth in building the experiences, even with small firms, that I knew would be valuable to larger ones. And I focused on going directly to decision makers and top leaders in businesses that I could make an impact for. And that really made the difference for me because it taught me what leaders and decision makers and businesses are, are thinking about, how they make decisions, what needs they have, um, where I can fill a gap for those people, right? So um, that was where I focused and originally on small to mid-sized firms that that made good sense for somebody who was just making this shift um, and I got a track record there and I and I asked for referrals and I shared my experiences on social media online um, and offline at, at conferences in person and um, I think my first big break into the fortune 500 I well um. So was sharing a personal experience that I had working with uh, a senior executive from a from a small firm Uh um, with a friend at church. And that friend told me, she said, hey, there's another person here at church who uh, I know who comes here regularly. You need to meet her. She works for a pretty big company and I'm sure they could have a use for your services. Uh huh. And so she set up a meeting and um, I went and, and met this woman for coffee and turns out this was the chief marketing officer, the CMO of a billion dollar company. I had no billion, idea, no idea. A <laughs> so uh, we had coffee, shared my experiences uh, with her and I came from uh, as a referral, as a recommendation. And sure enough, I, you know, I got my first big gig working with a larger firm and um, I was thrilled and I did everything I could to make the best of that. And uh, again, looked at it as uh, let's, let's build the background for my next big Fortune five hundred company. So well,
0: that is honestly a really great story because honestly what you just said is relationships. It's about relationships. It's about doing the work, the groundwork people that are that you reach, sharing asking refer referrals and, and developing a good reputation where people are confident to refer you to other sources that continue to grow. Right. And that is, I mean, I think that's kind of what we're all about in the social media space is like developing those relationships. And that has been a total skyrocket for you. Now I see we got Ms. Tomlin in the house, Mr. Aaron Roth. We're actually just about to talk about our Mounts, right, Aaron? So I'm glad you're here. You guys share out the Some broadcast. Guys. Um, We also have, let's see, Rachel Moore is here, the amazing Rachel Rachel Moore. Uh, we also have Susie Weitzman. I mean, you, again, you guys are awesome. Thank you guys so much for sharing everything out. I, we, we really appreciate it. So, again, if you haven't already or even if you have and you're feeling, you know, like Jed is piling on the knowledge bombs and the great info because he really is, share out the broadcast. And, again, those of you guys on the podcast, thank you again for being here. Check out episode 42 when you get a chance. Mr. Brian Kramer just showed up. Mr. H Brian Kramer right? It's human to human. We were just talking about, you know, this relationship building and then, Absolutely. You know, right. And Brian Kramer is the epitome of that by telling us it's not B2B or B2C, it's h to h which is human to human. And that's exactly what the story you just shared. So, you know, Jed, we really appreciate that. And Brian says you rock by the way, and, and Aaron then, uh, says the place. <laughs> <Woo-hoo>! <laughs> <laughs> so we're excited about that. We're going to take a quick minute as cause we're going to launch into talking about live streaming and just a, second. But right now, um, one of you guys know that Archon Mounts is an amazing support system to the live stream, streaming community. We completely appreciate them. I use their TW broadcaster every day. It's the small one on the picture you're seeing there. And I carry that TRV tr 11 inch in my purse. It is a true story. I always am prepared. I am a Girl Scout by in heart. So I'm always prepared to uh, do a live stream. And you guys need to have the right gear. You have a tripod that's starting to, you know, slouch down and your body's, slouching down with it so you can keep it in in frame. That's not a good thing. So go to Archon.com That's A-R-A-O-N.com Use the code slap. That's for my other... Oh, Jed is showing it. Let's put Jed up here. He's actually got the, the broadcaster in here. I'll show I got my right here where he's got that. We're using our Archon gear right now as we speak. Right? And uh, so we want to make sure you guys get the right gear too. Go to Arcon.com Use the code slap. F-I-T-C-H-S-L LAP to get 20% off your order. That happens to be from my other podcast. He said red set on Monday nights. Don't definitely don't want to miss that. Um, later on, I'll be explaining, but we do have a, um Will Jamieson, the founder of Yik Yak and the CEO of live.stream or stream.live has to be my new he. He is the last applicant to be my new he. So we will be interviewing him next on Monday, the 31st. We'll talk about that a little bit later. But now let's dive back into talking about UJED Jed. And, you know, how has live streaming and social media really upped your game as you started building your business and your brand.
1: Well, you alluded to it earlier. It's, it's relationships, right? So it's, it's being human and, um, and sharing sharing what makes you human with others, right? And it gets people to grow a connection with you. And there's nothing better than that besides meeting in person, right? If you can't meet in person, live streaming, in my opinion, is the absolute best way to do that, to share who you are with a, a multitude of others online. Uh, it's super powerful and uh, I know that you've reaped the benefits of that that you've seen how uh, how you can really grow uh, your network which benefits you particularly in my field as a consultant right sure. so um, it's helped me and through live streams I've had people discover that hey here's here's a guy who who, could probably help our business, sure. and I've gotten messages through uh, Facebook after they've seen a live stream. Hey, could you help us with this problem? This is a problem that we have, and that happens to be how I got connected with a company that that put me in touch with eBay. So, uh, again, you know, having the the brand that I've built around myself. Um, and then leveraging the live stream so that sh- I could share who I am as a person right. and then people can then s- relate to me, Google me, find out more about me, check me out on LinkedIn and Facebook and Twitter, which is exactly what happened. And when I actually talked to these people, I talked to the, the president of this company. Uh, this was the first phone call i gotten with these folks. All they wanted to know is, could I show up? Could I do it? And um, could I make it on this particular date? Because they had Googled me. They had found people who knew me. Um, and so that it was kind of like a reverse referral. They asked people connected to me about me and, and got a positive referral, positive feedback. So when you build a network like that, yeah. it's so, so, so powerful. And it really does all the selling for you. And live streaming is the very key. If you're interested in personal branding, live streaming is like the the ultimate peak, that's where it should, that's where it should finally all lead up to.
0: Well, because we, you know, as we've talked before, it increases that know, like, and trust factor instantly, Absolutely. right? And we have an Absolutely. opportunity, like, where people get to see, how are you reacting? How do you answer questions? You know, are you flipping through a book to look for answers, or is it something that comes naturally to you, right? And, and as we get to see people in action and get to see those dimples that you have, like, Jed, those are, like, so cute, right?
1: <laughs> that had nothing to do with this, I assure well, you. Well, I
0: don't know. I'm not sure of that. But, you know, well, actually. Actually, it is a proven fact that dimples and large pupils true story, make people look friendlier. So those of you that have a, like a blue eyes or a light green eyes, they, when your pupils are big, it makes you look more friendly. This is a true story. So, you know, uh, and so, and dimples make people look friendlier. So they, that, that could have some effect. I'm not saying taking anything away from, you know, your knowledge base, but in an initial reaction, right? There's nothing wrong with that, which again, is a reason I want everybody to come check out episode 42. Check it out on YouTube at Vicki Fitch, you know, youtube.com slash Vicki Fitch. Check out Jed again. He gives off the feeling of calm, kind, confident, and consistent. You can see the way he's delivering the message.
1: He's uh, not
0: lighty, and you know, you know, he's he, you're delivering confidence to people, and I think that is one of those things that really, um, you know, helps people. And, and then and that's I,
1: another testament to live streaming. No, I didn't. I didn't. I wasn't confident the first time I got on a live stream, right? Nobody is, you push the button, you're a little nervous, you don't know what's going on, but after you do it for a while, you can become more relaxed on camera and it's really, really important and I encourage everybody to give it a shot.
0: Absolutely. And by the, speaking of that, I don't have a little graphic for it, but um, you, because I was sick, I'm a little later on delivering it, but I do have a new free three day mini course called rock that stream. That's all about how to live stream and how you guys can do it the right way. Um, you know, try and get rid of some of the jitters by having their, your own little checklist of how to, how to execute things with excellence and not to worry and to find your own tribe. So that'll be coming soon. But if you guys go to Vicki Fitch, slash biz, you can register yourself with that list. So you'll instantly get it as soon as, it's complete. I was sick for a month. Can you believe that? I lost my uh, voice. I had bronchitis, laryngitis, and strep throat. Like I just got way late. And so I couldn't talk. I was going to do the videos <laughs> or they wouldn't have come out very good. So they'll be up shortly. You guys, I actually haven't of finishing them up this weekend, but, um, you know, we want to help people, right? Jack? Cause that's one of the things I really love about you is that you are always trying to deliver value to other people. And for those of you guys who have just tuned in, we are going to be talking about, about some Instagram tips. Jed has over 20,000 Instagram followers. He got in a pretty short period of time and he's gonna share the tips and tricks with them. By the way, he's also gonna share, listen up, he's going to share a link with you later on for some special tools now it's only for people that are on the live broadcast so um though even though you guys are listening to itunes and stitcher we're not going to say the the link out loud you're going to have to watch the episode in order to get that link because jed's trying to keep it you know kind of under wraps on the the download on the download on the dl (laughs) so you have to watch the episode but i will tell you at what point that it pops up so you know that way it'll give you a, a chance to uh zoom in here and get it because he is again an amazing rock star i see miss kim burns in the house carrie conrad is here ryan balelo what's up brother hey, um, right we got everybody see they like you because we got everybody in the house right now um mitch says jed shares some pretty amazing pics on instagram true that uh, I appreciate it, thanks and mitch has a question and we also i see free i never know how to say your name my friend free Jo free, job, free job. I don't know if I say it right you can pronounce it in there for uh, me um, Mitch has a question for you though hey Bradley welcome to the broadcast M- Mitch says the biggest lesson learned in the last couple of years from live streaming he wants to know the biggest lesson you've learned Jed from live streaming besides um, wear pants <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh,
1: I don't like there's not one that really jumps out at me Um maybe opportunity would be the like the one thing that jumps in my head when you say that it's so much of an opportunity for you. I, I just can't even describe to you the, the opportunities available for you if you're willing to do this consistently. But uh, the, the lessons that that I learned up to that is you've got to give it a try. You've got to get over the hurdle. If it takes, you know, some comfort of getting a horse underneath you to, to give you that confidence. Um, like you said, Vicki, a good checklist is crucial to giving you that confidence to get on and, and feel like you're not going to make a fool of yourself, but but getting that hurdle to get on, being willing to be consistent about it, even when it feels uncomfortable at times, Mm -hmm. it's going to pay off. I promise you it's going to pay off in opportunities and growing your network. Um, and both of those things uh, are really going to be important, uh, going going for any business, for anyone in any business, whether right. you've got a regular JLB or whether you're an entrepreneur, growing yes. your network is definitely going to help you.
0: I agree. And I see Mr. Anthony Conklin is in the house, Kevin Madison. Wait, I got to give me some... Love to Mr. Kevin Madison. <laughs> Kevin, I haven't seen you forever. Hopefully you're still here to see that love. Um, again, we have a great crew. Natix is in the house as well. And uh, Mitch says that was a great answer, by the way. Ryan Balelo says, hola, como estas, my friend. So... Jed, you are dropping some knowledge bombs on these people. You're giving them wisdom. You're giving them wit. You're giving them strength and giving them courage because that's really kind of what you're portraying here is that you're laying the groundwork, telling them what it takes and how to do it, like kind of those step-by-step things. So what is your favorite social media platform? Which one has really been the best for you?
1: Hands down Twitter. I don't even have to think about that. Okay. It's It's been my favorite from day one. Uh, I love it. It's it's light. It's easy. It's not you don't have to write a, a blog post. Uh, <laughs> you don't have to get on video. It's just uh, and it's quick. To, it's easy to stay in touch with people. So it's just the best platform. Uh, I, I love it. Um, we'll, we'll drop a link very shortly in a second because uh, I love it so much, I've actually put together some tools that I used um, to develop my personal brand, went out to some third-party sites and paid for these tools. And now uh, I've taken the very best little features of each because I couldn't get one that had them all uh, and put them all uh, on my uh, personal website here well, I this is a myself. good
0: time, Randall, for you to put that link let's up. For it. Yeah,
1: let's drop it.
0: Let's drop that link. Oh, right. It's like, move you know, that I, Oh, I hate us, to do this
1: right? to the podcast listeners because I'm a big <laughs> podcast listener. But it's worth your time to go check out the broadcast and you'll be able to see the link right here. Oh, there it is. There it is, um, right
0: underneath you. Right. There <laughs> So
1: this is 741.
0: uh, Hold on. For those of you guys, again, are listening, we'll put in 741. So about 41 minutes into the broadcast is where we drop the Knowledge Bomb link right there. So um, you guys, if you didn't see it, then maybe Randall will pop it back up as a secret later on. Maybe if you keep watching, he might drop it back up while Jed's talking. But go ahead and finish telling us about why you. why you created it and what happened. Jen. So that
1: is just a little hidden link on my own site because these are tools that I use myself uh-huh. pretty much on a daily basis to um, to engage on Twitter and grow, grow my uh, uh, following on Twitter, but also to stay in touch with people and find great content to share and um, uh, to keep an eye on what other people are saying that, that I want to keep in touch with. So um, and, and these are the things that you should be using social media for what's the content that people are sharing what's good content that you can share how can you stay in touch with people how can you keep in touch with the the network even as you grow a network that i mean i I have thousands of followers on twitter there's no way i can personally remember everybody right i I feel bad and, and that's the part i hate about it but by doing the best that i can on the social platforms to to listen Using lists and using other tools uh, like the ones that that I've developed for myself, um, I can figure out who the people are that are key connectors and listen to what what they're talking about, who they're talking with, and who I should be talking with. Uh, And Twitter is a super, super hub for that.
0: Okay. So... um We're going to talk a little bit about um, Instagram in a second, but Stacey Apollo asked a really good question and said, what's Jed's favorite way to manage followers on Instagram? Is there a tool to help scale engagement, follows, unfollows, and is it important to unfollow accounts that there aren't engaging like on Twitter? All right. um Big question. All right. So
1: we're shifting gears into Instagram.
0: We did. Sorry.
1: No, that's great. That's great. I love Instagram. And the reason I love Instagram is because it's the one platform where there really isn't an automatic tool, some tool that can do it for you. So when people are posting and when people are commenting, uh, for the most part, they're doing it themselves. And so when I see somebody comment on my feed, I can go back and comment right back to them knowing they're probably still in the app and they probably still have the app open. And so engaging on Instagram can get really, really cool because you're getting authentic people who are logged in on the app, sharing their pics that are personal to them. And you're doing the same. Um, so I love the authenticity, the realness. We're sharing for the most part pictures that we've taken on our own phones. Mm-hmm. So you, so a lot of times it's pers- really personal stuff. Just about every picture I share on Instagram, I've taken with a phone, right, with my phone throughout the day at some point. Uh, I recently got a a drone, a a DJI Mavic drone, which is fantastic, and I start sharing some of those pictures now on Instagram. That's a lot of fun, too. But they're of my neighborhood. They're of places I'm visiting. Uh, Sometimes they're of me and my family, and, and so I love how Instagram just can really get that authenticity and connection and drive that human to human on social, uh, just really like no other platform. So uh, that's why I love it.
0: So did you a- um, answer the question about um, the tool that you recommend or use for follows, unfollows, and is it? Oh, so account?
1: <laughs> so here's the here's the bummer of that answer. There really <laughs> isn't a tool for you, uh, Stacy. I'm so sorry to tell you that. Um, I have some tools that I use that kind of uh, can be useful in reminding you of when to post and things like that. I know Cinch Share is one, uh, an app that I really like that's a, a scheduling app. Uh, I, you're probably familiar with that. Um, yeah, CinchShare.com, and they have a, a new tool for Instagram that I'm a beta tester for. So I'm very excited to be participating in that, and they'll be releasing that in the next month or so. Um, so that's pretty exciting. But still, it's it's raw. You've got to post it. So um, just pull the phone out of your pocket, take a snap and post it. Uh, Stacy, you can do it and I'll comment on it.
0: Uh, uh Brian Kramer says go drones which uh you know that's one of our stars you know stony is orton from uh, Tennessee drones or he's changed the name a couple of times of you know trying to really highly target who his audience is but he sells those drones and he is a huge advocate I love, love one.
1: Oh, so fun. Drone
0: scopes and uh, by the way didn't you get in trouble at social media marketing world for a drone
1: <laughs> no absolutely not when
0: well, I was someone I'm sorry he's just about the same height and size anyway I'm sure that wasn't you. I but, might have been
1: asked uh, what, what was going on there, but it might uh,
0: have been Mitch Jackson. It was probably Mitch. Let's blame <laughs> it on him. <laughs> just kidding, Mitch. Um, let's see. Let's see. There's Marsha is said very informative and helpful. Stacy Depolo called it drone date. Just saying, we don't know who the uh, culprit was, but she's calling it <laughs> drone date. and she wants to know: Did you say six share? Stacy's asking, is it six oh, it's share? Oh, cinch.
1: C i n c h. S H A R E dot All
0: right. I like it, right? Mitch is laughing and, uh, Zeph Zan is in the house. Welcome, hey, Zeph. Appreciate you being here, girl. So we have a, such a great group and thank you guys for sharing it out here on Facebook. We really appreciate you guys sharing the love, um, and helping, you know, Mr. Uh, Jed Record get some additional, uh, super super you know information going on there so we want to make sure that you guys totally understand that uh, jed is the bomb.com right so let's look at um so we promised some
1: instagram tips
0: oh well yeah but let's go ahead and, and talk about how you built up that like you actually right now have a clout score of what is it like 79 or 80 or you know you got yeah. some monster clout score and you are, were listed as one of the top 20 digital influencers of 2016, right?
1: That, that's right. I well, was. Interestingly enough, by a, a conference in Germany, so I'm waiting for the invitation to, to attend that conference. Thank right. you very much, okay. Levin
0: well, um, maybe you should just let them remind them you're available, that you travel <laughs> internationally,
1: right? right? <laughs> so I'm really big in foreign countries. All
0: right. So tell us your Instagram tips. How did you yeah, so I, get I, those?
1: I felt, uh, I felt like I let Stacy down on that. So let me give her some awesome tips that she can use by herself. You can do this um, without having a tool to your Instagram following. Um, and one of the things that I was doing, I, I had a, a, I don't know, a couple thousand followers on, on Instagram. And I was posting all the time, but just could get when I was, people said, you got to engage. I was engaging in the comments. Um, and one of the things that I really didn't figure out until later on was the hashtags on Instagram, super, super important. Mm. And so you need to have a hashtag strategy and you also need to kind of have a consistent look and feel of how you're posting, right? So I was posting pictures of airports when I was traveling and then pictures of um, people that I saw when I was people watching in different cities and then pictures of uh, architecture because I thought I saw some cool buildings or furniture. And it was all over the place. But I realized that I really enjoyed taking pictures of nature and landscapes. And those also happened to be pictures that I got a lot of comments and likes on. So I said, "Well, what happened? What would happen if I just kind of focused on that, and uh, focused on on kind of a, a one category of nature and landscape photography, and then put lots of hashtags in all of the different groups that that people post on Instagram in nature and in landscape, and all of a sudden it took off." So um, probably not the best business decision for me in terms of. Uh, marketing my consulting business, but I really didn't care. I just loved being social. And, uh, and I had a lot of my uh, friends uh, that I know through business connections on Facebook and Twitter still following me and engaging me anyway. So I thought it was a great place to share another side of who I am. And uh, it really, really um, blew up when I started figuring out there's all kinds of little groups out there and they all have their own hashtags and they follow them religiously. Looking for new content, new people that they can follow whose post pics that they, the types that they like. And I don't care what your favorite thing is to take a picture of. There is a group on Instagram taking just pictures of just that subject. So I encourage you to find the niche that best fits you of the types of content that you're looking to share and find the groups and the hashtags that that, uh, that go along with those posts. And you search for them right in the app. And when you type in the hashtag, you'll see how many people have, have uh, sh- also shared with that hashtag. Mm-hmm. Um, you can also look for groups online through using Google to find groups and, and search for a, a certain niche in Instagram and see if you can find Instagram groups. So uh, really combine Instagram uh, hashtags and your own little niche of, of what subject that you're going to kind of follow really is the key. At least has been for me uh, on Instagram. And one last tip I'll throw out there, and this is a good so this is a tool tip. So Stacy, listen up. I use Evernote a lot, but whatever note-taking app that you use, all of these these hashtags I've been talking to you about get. Get as many hashtags as you can around the things that you take yourself and put them into your note-taking app that's on your phone. Mm -hmm. That way, when you're about to post a picture on Instagram, you can go into your note-taking app and highlight 20 or 30 of those hashtags, copy and paste it right into your first comment on your post. And that way you can maximize it. Instagram will let you do 30 hashtags. So highlight 30 hashtags. I actually have them by subject, so in my Evernote, I have an Evernote called Instagram hashtags and for each subject I take pictures of, so if it's a garden, if it's uh, sunrise, if it's sunset, if it's, uh, uh, you know, trees, if it's ponds, lakes, I have 30 hashtags for each of those, uh, ready and waiting to go. So I take the picture, open up the Evernote, grab the 30 hashtags that relate to that picture paste them in there, I'm done. So it takes me all of about a minute to go from picture to post and uh, do that once or twice a day. And you're going to have a bunch of new followers.
0: So I'm going to ask the questions that came up in the chat box and read a few of the comments. And then I'm going to ask you about the filters and stuff that you had shared with me a little bit about social media marketing world. Um, first, uh, Stacey says she lets her freak flag fly on Instagram. So let's just have that. plenty for that. Right? Freak flag flying right here. So she's a frequent flyer, the freak flag flying. So anyway. <laughs> Stacey DePolo is awesome. She said, Evernote, hashtag swipe profile, heard that before. It's Absolutely. key. And I think he heard I think you heard it at social marketing world from Jed while we we're at drunk domaining. I'm pretty sure that's what came Yeah, up. she was
1: there when we were talking about it. That's right. She
0: forgot. Um Mitch Jackson says Instagram groups on which other platforms? He wants to know where you're finding those groups.
1: Um so search Facebook. Facebook for Facebook groups that are in those niches that are subjects that you post on on, on Instagram. And there are groups in there um, that have little Instagram share buddies. They have little, uh, and they say, let's all share pictures under this hashtag. Um, so they're not super, it's not super organized. So you'll have to kind of vet it out. Um, but I find them typically by, Searching for other hashtags that are similar, going up and clicking on posts, and then looking at what that person used for hashtags, and then just kind of using that to kind of thread my way through the different types of hashtags I'm seeing out there. And when I see one, more than one, more than twice, I go investigate and say, what's that all about? And uh, you know, then I make a note of it, put it in my Evernote.
0: Okay, so two more things. So there's a, a little
1: bit of homework there, but it will pay off.
0: Well, and that's that's part of the important part. Um, you had said, and I'm not sure if this is what you meant, but you said that you're going to take those hashtags, put them in the first comment. And then another part, you said you were going to actually put it in, you know, when you actually posting. Are we putting them in the post and then some more in the comment? Or what, it, were, what were you it
1: saying? It really there? doesn't matter either way. It's your personal taste. I put them in the first comment. Okay. And the reason I do that is as soon as there's another comment, the the comments kind of ride up. Mm-hmm. But my caption that I put in the post stays mm-hmm. there. Okay. But if I fill the caption up with a bunch of hashtags, then it's kinda it, it just makes it in my taste, it's just a little too jumbled. So um, do
0: you so put it, any hashtags in the original post?
1: It depends. If if it's super relevant to the picture and, and it and I and it the word I'm using in my sentence on the caption is the hashtag of the put I'll I'll hashtag it, sure. Okay. Okay. Um, but but if I have 30 hashtags that I'm just pumping into the post, some people will add it to the, the original post, but they'll put a bunch of empty lines Got and it. put them in there. I just I just hit enter and then I just put it in the first comment. And okay. what I realized was whether you put them in the comment or whether you put them in the caption. Uh, Instagram still figures out that they're they're relevant to the picture. And so they'll show up in the trending.
0: And a quick thing, and Mitch says those are great tips. Quickly, you guys, um, Stacy, you wrote Cinch Share. Cinch Share. It's C I N C H S H A R E dot com. Uh, I know you had an extra S on the end, and you put an S in the front. So, just really quickly, um, if somebody wants to put that in the chat, Cinch Share is C I N C H S H A R E. So, hopefully, that'll help. Okay. And so,
1: just a caveat: they don't they aren't the app won't do Instagram today. i'm I'm a beta tester for it, so I'm pretty excited about it., gotcha. but it will very soon, I think in the next month, I think they're gonna they're gonna release that. we'll We'll see. I don't know the exact date on that.
0: and no, Stacy, not that uh stacy wrote a, a different one anyway in right put the
1: link in there
0: afterwards dot com. well the people on the on the podcast probably want to know too so we'll just make sure that we've got that out there we will We'll make sure that uh, Jed uh, answers the comments afterwards to anything we could have pops- possibly missed because all the comments don't always show up. And share this out. Again, if you guys are finding value. he's about to tell you about a strategy for filters and how that helped him and how fast he grew to over 20,000 followers on um, uh, on here. So we want to make sure that that is something that's important too. So before we do that, I want to quickly remind you, we were just talking about international speaking, speaking engagements. You guys know that I'm actually going to new. New Zealand for the social media conference, New Zealand to speak there. Very excited and wanted to give you guys an opportunity to save some money. You guys can go to the link on the screen for those of you guys are um, here live social media conference.co.nz. For those of you on the podcast, you can use the code Vicky to save $250 and think about it guys. This is a great opportunity for a vacation to come Some international speakers like myself and chocolate Johnny and, and the tweeting goddess. Um, this is going to be an amazing conference to teach you guys about life live streaming and and how to build your business and your brand so i'd love to see you guys in new zealand and uh you know and check that out so uh now let's come back to you ned uh, uh, ned i just called you ned like i don't know jed ned it's all your twin brother we don't know about i'm just curious no you have a twin yeah. sisters but not maybe you have a twin and you're not telling us maybe this is really the alter ego of jed which is ned Probably and not he- I'm getting you, I'm getting you all an inception-y, right? We're getting inception going. So Jed, tell us about your um, filter strategy and how long did it take you to build your following up to over 20,000 people?
1: Um, Okay. So we talked about having a consistent theme on your Instagram account. Mm -hmm. And even if you're taking pictures, of the same subject, sometimes the light can be really bright and sometimes it can be really dark and sometimes... Um, you know, uh, there's different color that, that is coming out. Sometimes it's a colorful photo. Sometimes it's kind of j- your, your camera phone just didn't pick up the color in the photo. So it can get kind of erratic sometimes just relying on cameras uh, from your cell, from your smartphone. So that's where these filter apps come in. Now, there's filters on Instagram, but I have chosen to use this app called Snapseed. So that's Snap. Seed, S-E-E-D, Snap Seed. And it is a product by Google, believe it or not. They make this app. And you can very quickly load a picture that you've taken off your camera roll into Snapseed, and adjust the values like contrast, like color. And there's one called Ambience, which is um, it kind of brightens up the background and brings more light into the background and color in the background. And I really love that ambience uh, feature. Um, So I just kind of got used to using this app, and I quickly knew which bars I wanted to pull across. And I discovered that there was this one way I could adjust all these filters. So I'm moving a lot of different bars on the screen here. But uh, Snapseed lets me save that, um, that group of filters that all of the different settings I've made into a view uh, or or just a filter, let's say um, that's mine, that's personal to me, and I can use that filter every time I take a photo, and it gets whatever picture I've taken into a consistent look and feel, and then I can adjust it, and I can fine tune it. If that if my personal filter didn't work just right on that one photo, it doesn't work on all of them, right? I, I can adjust it a little bit from there. But by doing that, by using the same settings each time when I post photos, it really makes a huge difference on having that consistent look and feel. And it really can make that difference. It's, it's, it's not huge on one photo, but if all nine photos in your box all have the same filter on them, it can really Uh, really provide that consistent look.
0: Well, it starts to create kind of your own brand, right? It's like branded content with actually a logo. But really, you even shared with me that people start recognizing, like that's a Jed record, right?
1: So I I post pictures sometimes and I get, I've actually received comments. I knew that was your picture before I even saw your name attached to it. Uh And that was pretty cool because I am not a professional typewriter. Yeah, people are telling me they recognize my photos just by, by recognizing the, the subject I'm taking the picture of and how I frame it and, and how I filter it.
0: And, you know, Mia Voss is in the house, my MBA, and she says, I live by Snapseed. So she's a huge proponent of that oh, yeah, app as yeah. well. I have never used it myself, so I'm going to totally have to check out. Marsha says, these are really great tips. Um, and Marsha actually is coming over to New Zealand to see me speak there. And I'm super excited awesome, about meeting awesome. you, Marsha. It's going to be way, way cool. So you guys that are here, again, those are you guys who are listening up to the podcast. Thank you for being here. I want to remind you again, this is episode 42 with Mr. Jed records um, please feel free to go to Facebook.com slash Vicki Fitch one. You can see a whole history of all the Vicki Fitch lives, Vicki Fitch, um, uh, Vicki Fitch live, uh, a Evic the bully in your head, which is the first Wednesday of the month. We'll talk about that in a bit, as well as he said, red said where red is always right. And we can talk about that later too, but definitely <laughs> check things out guys. We want you, um, you know, my friend, Amy Schmidt, our, she always says you want to be binge worthy. And that's really what I'm trying to do is to, to get the greatest guests with the greatest tips and greatest information. So I am binge worthy. So if you guys want to use like tweet me on Twitter at Vicky underscore Fitch, if you think I'm binge worthy, I would love to know about it. And, oh, and it yeah. doesn't have to be, obviously it's not about me. It's about the guests, but Hey, I'm going to take that in as uh, some personal accolades. <laughs> so I do appreciate that. If you have some more questions, pop them in the chat for us. Uh, we want to make sure Jed, um, you know, that Jed has some additional questions from you guys and share out the broadcast. I haven't already. I see Adam Nally doc muscles has just joined us as well. Uh, Uh, He's definitely binge worthy if you haven't seen him. So you definitely should check him out too. So, um, you know, if we, you know, I want to see if there's any other questions on the Instagram stuff, but I am really interested in, you know, your speaking Jed, you know, you and I got to share a little bit. You did some speaking at social media marketing world about streaming, uh, you know, or the live streaming. I don't know exactly what your specifics were, but you were giving a lot of tips out and a lot of instruction to other people like, you know, guidance. You obviously are an authority in that space. So tell us about your speaking engagements. Um, and again, mm-hmm. maybe we can help you get some additional Ones in Germany or some other That'd places.
1: Be great, but I am not gonna complain. I am not going to claim any authority to live streaming over. Okay, uh,
0: Jed sucks at streaming. live streaming. Just don't know. Just
1: <laughs> <laughs> because you are certainly you have certainly more experience at live streaming than I do. Although I think we're both just as passionate about it. Um, but uh, one of the I, it occurred to me that one of the listeners asked a question right in this uh, broadcast about you know what what is one of the big things that comes out of live streaming and I said opportunities and mm. then you went to share that you're going to New Zealand yes and you've been invited to talk there and would that have ever happened if you hadn't been live streaming
0: no I actually got chance. that gig straight from uh the from live streaming I definitely so got that
1: is correctly. that is what I'm talking about when I'm talking about opportunities that's that's a once-in-a-lifetime there. So anybody in New Zealand would like to invite me to come speak, I'm <laughs> available. I'm ready to roll. So, yeah, I'll ready. put a
0: good word for you while I'm there. I'll put in a good word for you.
1: And I oftentimes will, uh, will share a lot of the same tips that we just talked about on Instagram. I have a bunch on Twitter and how to build a personal brand that, that uh, I've done uh, using a number of different social channels. But I also talk about um, my, my workday life. So in, in my workday, I'm uh, I'm a management consultant, and I help companies, uh, I help them discover and measure and communicate the value of their offerings to their customers. So I have a lot of uh, experience and, and work that I do with businesses on discovering what is their unique value, and how do we measure that value so that we can then Tell the customer exactly what that differentiated value is that the business is providing, and this works for small businesses and the the big Fortune five hundred companies that I'm fortunate enough to work with. And um, it's real easy if you could just remember these three steps. because You've got to figure out what is it that your company is doing, that your product or service has that's different than the competitors, right? Because the baseline is What's the next best offer to your product? So if you're bringing a product to the market, what's the next best choice the customer can make uh, besides your product, right? And set the bar there, and then now tell me, tell the customer, what puts you over that bar? And that's your differentiated value. So you've got to identify what is that differentiated value that the customer will receive, that the customer values that they won't get with the competitor. And focus on measuring that value to the customer. Sometimes measuring the value just means going out and polling your customers and right. asking them, you know, how important is this feature, or benefit, or, or, or uh, extra that you get uh, from us? Uh, sometimes it's actually measuring in dollars and cents. If, it, if you're bringing your cost savings to your customer um, and you're selling them a product that's gonna help them save thousands of dollars on their electricity bill. Let's, right. let's measure that, add it up, and then communicate that value to the customer. And, wow. and that's basically what I do in, in, with pretty much every client I work with. We, it's some form of fashion of identifying that, that unique, distinctive value, finding ways to measure that value to the, to what the customer is going to receive.
0: Okay. And then
1: building a communication and marketing plan that's gonna communicate that value to the customer. And that's what I really get passionate about and love speaking about. I call it value method marketing. And uh, I talk about it typically to corporate on-site events, but I'd love to share it at a conference that that would love to hear me get more into detail about that. Um, Putting together a workbook now so that we'd be able to have a workbook to share with an audience. Um, And I'm really excited about getting this message out to more and more people throughout the course of 2017 and 2018.
0: Oh, that's fantastic because well, there's certainly a need in corporate America I feel like that there is especially in a social media space and um, you know a, a development space of people understanding their own skill set and how they can deliver that value or how they can help their own employees capitalize on like you said what is what are you offering what's different and giving them those tools and I think that there's a lack of that internal education because they've been stuck in that zone right and where we've been outside These of that
1: that's what Mar- Marketers, that's their that's their bread and butter. Let's go and talk about features and benefits. But right. uh, let me take an example from the computer business. So you've got two laptops, and they they've got they both got processors that are pretty fast. They've got, both got hard drives that that can hold a lot of data. Yet when they're marketing them, they still just talk about we've got an Intel Pentium processor. We've got uh we've got an SSD drive that holds hundreds of gigabytes of storage well so does your competitor so why are you talking about that why not talk about what makes you different makes you more exciting and Uh i love what lenovo is doing now in in thinking differently talking differently communicating differently and showing that their products bring you a lifestyle not just uh, a hard drive and and a fast processor right so I call I'm, that a
0: market separator, right? That we always absolutely. have to look at what's different about us. Like, you know, as you know, I've been in the direct sales industry. I train, I've written books on it. And, you know, I always tell them, you've got to have a market separator. There's lots of people in a direct sales company that are on the exact same products, but why are you different? Why are you special? And how can we separate ourselves? So I love that advice because I think that is what helps people to become better and more confident that sales doesn't have to be sleazy and cheesy. It can actually be, you know, benefiting you know, what's in it for me, we have to figure out what's in it for the client, but giving them the differences, which I love about you. like you I know, said. Direct sales,
1: it's, I mean, even just as important in direct sales, because guess who the differentiator is in direct sales? That's you. And you've got the opportunity of all of these social media channels and live streaming to just broadcast that, that difference. You can exactly. show off your difference. And uh, who cares that, that everybody's on the same product Nobody's buying the product that's just generic like everybody else is. They're buying it because you've convinced them that this product is valuable to them, right? And you're the differentiator. Right. Um, but with, without you, they would never have heard of that product, right? So right. you've got to be out there showing who you are because that's what's making the difference. Um, direct. Oh, I love what I, I love direct sellers. Who get it right, right? Yes. Who 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 can really understand that they are the ones providing value, and understand that's an obligation that you've actually got to do the work to be helpful, to keep giving them more and more help in terms of consuming the product, understanding the product, being educated around the product, and being there when they need more product. Exactly. <laughs> that's like one that direct sellers unfortunately sometimes miss, right? You got to. Can remind them that you're still there when they need it. uh, They miss it.
0: uh, they miss it all the time. They forget. That's why, you know, as a certified partner with Infusionsoft, I teach people to build funnels, especially in the direct sales industry, who a lot of people, when they're coming into the industry are trying to poor boy it, right? They're trying to soft shoe it and come in, you know, with just this tiny investment, which is, Hey, there's nothing wrong with it. But if you're in it to win it, if you're there to actually make a career and make some big money, you know, six figures and up, you've got to treat your business like it's big, even when it's small and you have to separate yourself and you've got to continue reminding people when the reorders are coming, when things are happening, you know, we've got to be there. And again, acting like a business, not a hobby, which I think is, you know, a, a challenge. And that's one of the things I speak on on a regular basis is trying to help people understand that, that if you're not making money, it is a hobby. It doesn't mean you can't, you know, invest money in the beginning, but until you're actually producing income, it's a hobby. You've got to turn it into, you know, an income generating opportunity if that's that's your long-term goal. So, Anyway, I love that about you. I love what you shared. I love the tips. And by the way, those of you guys, again, who are listening on the podcast, we're so appreciative that you're here. I do hope you'll check episode 42. Um, you can uh, watch any, uh, like I said, you can watch in any um, variety of locations, but check out VickiFitch.com and go to the vickyfitch Fitch live tab. Uh, we've got lots of different things there and other uh, episodes and some of my live streaming that goes there directly as well. So you have an opportunity to check out things that are on Periscope and other places just by tuning in so you can kind of scroll through that library. And we'd love again to have you connect with us. If you also go to vickifitch.com slash biz, again, you can join the rock stars. You can have a free 20 minute consult with me. You can learn a little bit more about offloading and how you can set up those sales funnels. So check the boxes that you're interested in and let's see if we can help you out. All right. So, Jed, we are, you know, getting down to the last 15 minutes here. And I, you know, I would love to know, like, do you have any other speaking engagements coming up? Do you have things that are on the horizon that people can come and see you live besides doing this live streaming?
1: Uh, I've got some internal events uh, coming up at Lenovo. um, And and for the fall of this year, uh, I've got some things that are still up in the air, but nothing that's that's book solid yet. So call me. I might have some open dates. I'd love to come to your event.
0: Right. Yeah. So there you go. so you've got Jed record is telling you to connect with him. We're going to put up his social media card in just a little bit. You can take a snapshot. His information will also be in the show notes where if you're looking for somebody to help you level up, then Jed has some opportunities to come inside. We know that he works with fortune 500 companies. He also works with smaller companies. So he's looking to help you build your business and your brand. Um, and so Jed, you know, keep that in mind. Did, I think I understood that you are willing to do international travel. Is that, did I hear that correctly? <laughs>
1: <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Especially to a uh, bee in New Zealand. That would
0: be nice. Right. Well, I see Adam, uh, Doc Muscles, Adam, now he says, I will carry Jed and Vicky's bags and ensure they're both healthy when speaking in New Zealand. So, you know, we have an offer for kind of like a caddy, right? We can call him, you know, with caddy doc, and he'll be uh, taking our bags and making sure that neither one of us is, um, you know, Having too much too too much fun uh there in New Zealand.
1: It'll be hard work, but uh, I'm willing to do it.
0: I I can see that about you. So you guys keep that in mind. And Jed, keep me. I will definitely be spreading the word. You have some things available, and if you have some, if you need an additional support system on some of those things that you're doing, feel free to give me a call. I'd love All to. Right, All we'll do. Um, so, you know, what do you think is the best way for people to reach you, Jed? How do you, how would you prefer your, what's your main form of contact? How do you want them to connect with you?
1: Well, Twitter, of course, right? So tweet me at Jed Record and I'm happy to respond to you. Um, if you want to learn more about me, you can go into uh, JedRecord.com and I've got all kinds of information about my work and my speaking uh, up there. And you can also email me if you'd like, Jed at JedRecord.com.
0: See, he even gave you his email address. This is a guy that's willing to lay it all out there for you guys to make sure that you're able to connect. And again, he's at Jared Record on all his social media platforms. Check him out on Instagram. Uh, follow him, like I said. And and Jed, tell us though, how long did it take you to get your um, get your Instagram followers to that twenty thousand? Because it seems like it was a fairly short period of time, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was
1: it was um, in less than a year. So um, I don't know, nine nine to nine to twelve months, something like that. Um, of just yeah. a
0: couple posts a day, right? This is not, no purchase followers. Right. We don't believe in purchasing followers. They're all organic and they're all based on what you shared, right? Yeah,
1: the caveat is there was a period in there for a few months that I had some insane um, plan that I was posting four photos a day. So I, I was <laughs> waking up, posting, uh, posting uh, in the middle of the day, posting in the afternoon and posting uh, before I went to bed. And I did that for a few months. Uh I did gain a lot of followers during that period, um, okay. but uh, there's a tip for you too. You can't post too much, uh, it, at least. Yeah. Well, I, I think you know, probably people...
0: can, but <laughs> <laughs> four times is you, not you like. You would not be years. able
1: to keep that up. Uh, yeah. I wish there was a tool to to be able to maintain it, but I couldn't take enough pictures. I ran, I, you know, uh, I couldn't take enough pictures worth sharing to to keep that and sustain that. Um, mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I post uh, typically once, once a day, twice a day nowadays.
0: Right. Well, I think that's, it's a great strategy. And I see Um, Marcia said, uh, you guys are great. My husband thinks it's funny because I talk about you, Vicki, nonstop. i learned so much from my videos. Oh, Patricia, thank you so much. I appreciate you saying that. Marcia said, it'll be great to see you in New Zealand if you want to head on over, Jed. So she's our, she's. All right. She's opting you in. I see Miss Jill cease joined us. And if you guys didn't share out the broadcast, do me a solid and share that out. Jed has dropped some serious knowledge bombs on you guys today. He's giving you a lot of things to think about. He's giving you a lot of, uh, I mean, a lot of inspiration. He's talked about business. He's talked about branding. He talked about social media. So there has been a lot of meat here in this broadcast tonight. Um, you know, and one of the things too is that uh, we always have a quote or a thought to share. And, you know, one of Jed's, I think this is your own personal. Personal quote, if I remember correctly, Jed and uh, Randall's going to pop it up so you guys can all see it. Um, Don't wait for the opportunity to lead. Leaderships begins when you step forward.
1: That's right. Boom
0: right? It's like, that's like a mic drop because it's true. You can't, you know, leadership is stepping forward, being the person that's willing to, you know, be the the lone wolf, right? That walks forward and blazes a trail and that that blazes
1: the record button on your Periscope, right? That's what
0: I was going to say. The person that's willing to, uh, you know, fight the fear and just hit the button and say, guys, you know, this is who I am. And, uh, you know, and just kind of be authentic about where you're at and what's going on. And, you know, again, you and I got the pr- privilege of meeting through, you know, Periscope and then Blab, that was an opportunity, you know, wow. and I have really enjoyed, uh, getting to know you and finding out who the real Jed record is. I think we dove around in your past a little bit now I can see you in like a wrestling, I, uh, if, for those of you guys who can't see me, I got my arm up like in a wrestling outfit. You know, I have the whole new vision of the Jed record that I, I thought. But I think that you're even a more solid citizen uh, than you were before. So I'm really excited that you're here tonight. And so do you have any last words to share with the audience? Something that you want to, you know, a, tip, a piece of advice or, you know, just something you'd like to tell them about your business? I, I
1: think I, I just I just appreciate all of the great friends that I've uh, met on social media. Yeah. And yes, uh, I've got a great network uh, that supports my business in social, but most of that network is is good friends, just like you, Vicki. And um, it's just fantastic to be able to do something that not only builds your business, but builds your friendships and introduces you to the new, uh, interesting, diverse, fun, creative people. Um, I, I love what I do. I love I get this opportunity. and. I just appreciate everybody who's listening on the broadcast today and participating with the comments and questions. Uh, it, it just, it's just a wonderful feeling to, to have that participation, to have people uh, being interested in what we have to say here. So thank you.
0: Yeah, absolutely, and like I said, this is—it's such a great audience that is, like I said, they're connected, they're engaged, saying, "Hey, what's happening? What's going on?" and and looking for information. They—they want to grow, and that's, like I said, I love bringing on fun guests that, uh, or again, they're about delivering value. We've all experienced those guests who are about promoting themselves, and hey, I have no problem. I am a promoter. I'm a marketer. I'm a businesswoman. I have no problem, and I always try and blend in as much marketing as we can guess, but we've all seen those other shows where people are they're, they're touting themselves and, and it's about them. You've made the interview completely about helping others, Jen. And I it's really amazing that, um, like people can just, you know, pop in here and they're, they're not getting, um, an ego, they're getting direction. They're getting clarity and they're getting someone who's willing to just say, Hey, let me share. I have learned some things. I'd love to help you share it. Even sharing those tools again for the secret broadcast. If you were live, you saw it. And if you guys are you just getting here, you got here late go check out i think it was at minute 41 jed dropped a link <clears throat> for you guys that is a secret link that has some tools that he's created yeah, this he's is
1: not a sales link nope. either so this isn't you don't have to give me your email address or anything like this i'd love to get now your that
0: email. i wouldn't agree with i think you'd have an email opt-in there
1: there is a link there where you can if you'd like subscribe to my newsletter
0: let me fun. recommend that. Cause what is it called? The daily, no, the, rec- off the record, off the record. There you go. Definitely get in. And so
1: I encourage you to do that, but, um, I also encourage you just send me an email with some feedback. If you like the tools, if you think they're useful, uh, let me know. And the caveat is these I built for myself. So there's no warranty or, uh, <laughs> there, there's no, uh, uh, Assurance Don't complain,
0: is what you're office, saying. Just right. don't complain, right? Look at
1: what you pay for, which is nothing.
0: Okay. <laughs> I don't think you're getting nothing, but you know, as a as a programmer yourself, like you said, you have you have built up you know this opportunity and you know built up some things that you think are are worthy of connecting. And at some point, I, I can I, I would guess that those there will be a, an actual cost to those. So I would go get them now, you guys. That's what I say, and I'm going to. When I get off the show, I'm going to finish the show notes. I'm going to you know do a few things. and I'm going to go grab those tools before Jed changes his mind because you know he could be fickle and. <laughs> We just don't know it. <laughs> so um Jed, you know, we're going to like I said we're about to wrap this up. You have been an amazing guest. You are again full of wisdom, knowledge, kindness and uh, a heart that that delivers value and is really more concerned about the community and how you can help them and I really do appreciate that about you. So thank you for being thank like you, a superstar you. guest. You are the bomb. So thank you very much. And we'll have to have you on another time. So maybe when, you, when you're launching something and you you need a, uh, a an opportunity to share back with the guests on some new things they can do, please let us know so we can get you back on the show. It's right, taken us. I think it's taken us a while to get you here, so we're super happy that you made it.
1: Well, so so happy to be here. Thank you for sharing uh, me with your audience, and and I appreciate uh, the audience participating and, and sharing with us today.
0: Well, I hope that you guys will all go to jedrecord.com for sure. And uh, again, the special link, you'll have to check out an episode at minute 41, but go there and sign up for uh, off the record or on the record or by the record or around the record. I don't know. (laughs) Sign up for his newsletter because again, he's always full of wisdom and knowledge. We do have a show uh, next week. There are no shows. I will be on vacation, but um, our show, if you guys know Vicky Fitch Live, A Fresh Perspective is every Wednesday. But on the first Wednesday of the month, we have the Evictable Your Head series for my new book coming out called the the bully in your head and it's a show about trials and tragedies and that how people have turned them into triumph we have mr greg greg walker the big dreamer on he's doing a giveaway so that is on uh, august 2nd so remember that august 2nd we have uh, greg walker here and on um monday the 31st august 31st i have as i told you before mr will jameson um the founder of Yik Yak, and he's currently the CEO of Stream.Live. He's going to be here Monday 30, the 31st. He wants to be my new he. He's the last applicant in the he said, Red said, my hunt for he. And so I look forward to you guys checking out that episode as well. It's going to be uh, amazing. I've actually never spoken to him, so it will be a completely, um, it will be completely you know, new interaction. And I was going to try and keep it that way and see, can the, he can really go head to head with red. I am not sure, but we will see. He's the one that applied. So he must've seen the show. Um, so, right? I think it will be interesting. And so you guys, um, I'm going to go ahead and put Jed's information up here. I want you guys to take a screenshot of that again, connect with Jed at jedrecord.com. Um Follow him on all the social media platforms at Jed record. That's Instagram, uh, LinkedIn, Facebook, Periscope, Twitter, um, you know, just follow the guy. If you can see at jet record somewhere, it's probably him. Um, yeah, yes, Susie, you're going to have to go back to episode 41. I can't, she's saying I missed the link. So I mean, minute 41, (laughs) not episode 41, minute 41. And you could get the link there as soon as the show's finished. Um, guys, I appreciate it. And for those of you who are new to the broadcast, I'm going to take a drink of water really quick. I'm about to have one of those coughing attacks. Hmm. If you guys are new to the broadcast, I'm going to introduce myself really quick. So guys, my name is Vicki Fitch. For those of you who are new, thank you for being here. I am a direct sales expert. I've been in the industry 20 years, top 10 sales and recruiting internationally. For more than a decade, I have also built and sold four companies. I am an author, a speaker, and an international business consultant, helping you get outside the 5,000 to turn your passion into profits. If you like a free consultation, you can go to VickyFitch.com slash 20. You can also, if you want the information on anything we went over tonight that's about the show, go to vickifitch, V-I-C-I, F is in Frank, dot com slash V-I-Z. You can join the rock stars there, get a consult, find out about some things to help you uh, build your business and your brand and let me help you to be the best you you can be. I do live stream every day, typically around 6 p.m. Pacific time on both Periscope and Facebook Live. And I appreciate each and every one of you. I hope you enjoyed the broadcast. I look forward to hearing from you. And until then, I want to remind you, like I always do, to dream it, believe it, and achieve it. Ciao.